All right, time for us to have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Of course, so much for us to discuss this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Hey, good morning, Simi. Okay, so we know the federal government is doing a fiscal update. When might we get something like that here in BC? Yeah, Finance Minister Carol James uh, says probably going to get something next week. She'll be releasing the audited financial statements for last year. And at the same time, she'll give us a sense of how things are going this year. I don't think there's any doubt that she's going to tell us we're headed into deficit. But I also don't think we're anything like the red ink territory we're seeing in Ottawa. Right. Okay. So, well, it's something to wait and see what happens there. A lot of talk about question period yesterday. Yeah, the legislation is back in session, and the job of the opposition is to make best use of question period to embarrass the government. I think they've managed to do that on a couple of things, and one of them is this festering crisis in strata insurance. People are in strata properties, they're in a condo or they're renting a condo from somebody else. Uh, They know that the insurance premiums are soaring and it's a kind of a double whammy situation because the premiums for the building are going up and they're also the insurance companies, if you can even find one that will insure your building, the insurance companies are raising the deductibles as well. So the New Democrats have been... uh, answering questions from the Liberals, saying, what are you going to do about it? It's the kind of thing that opposition parties do. We know what the New Democrats would be doing if they were in opposition. They would be saying this is going to affect housing affordability, which it does. So what are you going to do about it? And if if one were facing one of these problems, I think one would be infuriated by the answers from the minister, Selena Robinson, housing minister, because yeah. she keeps saying, I, I sympathize. We know this is terrible. This is really hard on people. Okay, so what are you going to do about it? It's complicated. We, you, you can't solve these problems overnight. It's the kind of thing the liberals used to say when they were in government. And, you know, the, the positions are reversed. The lines are the same. Right, but this is, it's not like this is a secret, though. This has been going on for yeah. months, right? So how can there not been. be a better solution? And, and some of the problems are, are really awful. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just pick one. Mike DeYoung, the, the member for Abbotsford, picked one on his riding. And so this is a project, a 120-unit strata project, and they're having a crisis meeting of uh, the people who live there this week. So the premium is going to $545,000 is the annual insurance premium for the building. 545,000 from last year when it was 80,000. So that's a huge increase. Oh yeah. Even worse, the deductible is going up to $250,000. So as the young points out, for some of the people living there, that's more than the value of their of their place. So they're going to be paying for insurance that doesn't even cover the deductible doesn't even cover the value of their place. The, mo- the monthly premiums for or the strata fees, because that's how you pay the premium through your project, strata fees are going up $350 per month. As DeYoung points out, people living on a budget in a strata project, that's not affordable. You, don't, you can't run around and find another $350 a month, as he says. In some cases, that's approaching the, their mortgage payments. So... It's a it's a serious, serious problem. You're right, Simi. It's been going on for months now. Mm-hmm. The government says, well, look, we brought in legislation, but the legislation they brought in doesn't offer any kind of immediate relief. It's all aimed at long-term regulatory change, um, canceling the finder fees that are that some 
companies get or pay for, uh, you know, uh, lining up an insurance client, but it really doesn't do anything in the short run. And the government had a review of it done by the Financial Services Agency, and it offered no short-term solutions. The liberals say, well, for starters, the government should announce it's not going to charge provincial premiums on the insurance for strata projects. That's not a huge saving, but at least it would be a gesture. Um, you know, the, it, it, the government is right, Simi, in saying there's no obvious, easy, magic bullet uh-huh. solution. Even the liberals have said that. But at the same time, um, you've got the NDP having promised to deal with housing affordability. Well, if you're caught in one of these projects, this is going to make housing a lot more expensive not a lot more affordable, and so it impacts what was really the NDP's number one promise in the last election. Well, let's also talk about small businesses here, because I know there's a lot of unhappiness with the federal government's assistance for small businesses. Yeah, it's interesting, and and Simi, this is another one of these cases where we see politics seeping back into the system. So the New Democrats have been really careful all through the pandemic so far, we're working with Ottawa and everything. Yeah, we'll ask them to change stuff, but we're not going to be picking political fights. But on this one, patience has run out. So the federal government has a program that allows a loan, a loan program with no interest to relieve, to provide relief to small business on their commercial rents. And there's a huge pot of money sitting there, um, federal, provincial, shared, but Ottawa wrote the rules, about $300 million available to BC businesses for rent relief, small businesses. But the take-up is almost non-existent. Carol James, the finance minister, has repeatedly complained to Ottawa that this isn't working, the federal conditions are too onerous, nobody's taking advantage of it. So finally this week, she disclosed to the Sun's Rob Shaw what the actual take-up is. So there's about 500,000 small businesses in BC that might be eligible. Mm-hmm. Less than 5,000 have taken advantage of this. 4,600 is like 2% take-up. So the money's just sitting there. No one's taking advantage of it. Small businesses are being driven back to the wall. And it's because the federal conditions are just too onerous that most businesses don't qualify. They haven't even been able to apply. They haven't been able to get it. Uh, And as a result, um, the money's just sitting there. And James is saying, you know, Ottawa needs to address this. So what's the point of establishing a $300 million program to help BC businesses and nobody qualifies? So uh, Mm -hmm. it's not happening. Is this another one of those areas where the government is is having this frustration, you know, with the federal government? Yeah, I think it's another area. We're starting to see areas where the province is, is as I said, starting to grumble about um, federal action, federal assistance, federal relief. And as I say, that's, that's politics coming back into it. B.C. needed a lot of help, as most provinces did early on. But on this one, James says that, you know, she gets on these weekly phone calls with Bill Morneau, the federal finance minister, and his officials, and she says other provinces are complaining as well. BC's taking the lead on this, but the take-up of this program, this federal program, has been very poor, uh, very low. 
Um, Ottawa's gotten a lot of things right. I think the province would concede that right away during the pandemic. Um, but, you know, the same with the provincial government's got a lot of things right during the pandemic as well, but there are some problems and we're starting to see yeah. them and the strata insurance thing is one of them. So this is that time, to, like it was one thing to pivot, right, to deal with all these yep. things. Now comes the part about, well, what worked, what didn't work, and we've got to start fixing this and perhaps governments are not as good at that part. Um, yeah, you know what? Um, this is one reason why in our political system it's a good idea for the parties to change sides once in a while. Yes. You know, uh, the government goes into opposition and learns what it feels like to just be complaining and not be able to do anything. And the opposition goes into government and learns that it's really easy to say stuff in opposition. It's damn hard to fix some problems when you're in government. That is so true. If only more politicians could live by that, Vaughn, <laughs> if they could figure that out. Listen, thanks so much for your time this morning. Bye-bye, Cindy.